Hi folks, welcome, or for you returning listeners, welcome back to Piercing the Darkness, the podcast dedicated to growing in faith, hope, and love towards both God and others while exposing the kingdom of darkness. Michael John Petty here to talk with you today about the Christian rock band Striper. So last night, uh, that is November 14th of 2018, my dad and I drove east from Bozeman, Montana, to the city of Billings to see Striper at the Pub Station Ballroom. So earlier this year, Striper released their new album entitled Goddamn Evil, and the group has been on tour with their new material since. So joining me today to talk a little bit about what we heard last night and about Striper in general is my dad, John David, or J.D. Petty. Dad, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So last night was a really exciting show for me because I've never seen Striper, and they always come to our hometown, St. Charles, Illinois, when I am not there. And you have seen Striper a few times, right? I've seen him a few times. It's been a long time, though. Okay. Probably the 80s. Yeah, so you saw them in their heyday during, like, Tell with the Devil, Soldiers Under Command, and God We Trust, all that. So right right around that time, I've seen them at least, I would think, about three or four times, maybe total. Okay. So how do you think they compared last night to them in the 80s, in their their prime, so to speak? Oh, boy. Uh, You know, back, it just seemed back then they had the outfits, they had the... They had the big hair, and uh, it, it was just a it was just a totally different like era. But I mean, as far as how they sound now, I, I've got to I've got to say that I'm pretty impressed. I, I think they actually sound better. And we're talking 34 years later. I think they might actually sound better than they did before in their prime. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, I was extremely impressed. Extremely impressed. Yeah, no, that'd be that's for sure. I was impressed too. Again, I'd never seen them live before, but I've actually enjoyed their newer material better than in terms of the sound as opposed to their older material. And, you know, they did the album Second Coming where they redid a bunch of their old music, and I actually like a lot of that better than how it sounded on the original uh, albums. Cool. And just to see it live, even to hear them play uh, In God We Trust, which they redid on Reborn back in the day, just super cool and a lot heavier. Yeah, they seem like in the last 10 years or so, they seem to have gone into a heavier direction, which actually kind of surprises me because they always had a heavy sound, but they were more, uh, I don't know, they more appealed more to the hard rock type type sound at the time. So, uh, yeah, they did, they've just adopted this heavier sound that I always find really interesting and wondering why they've done that. But actually, and I like it better than I thought that I would. But, and they do, they sound really good. I mean, uh, as far as how they play, I mean, they play as good, if not better, I think, probably than they ever did. And I even think that the the vocals, Michael Sweet's vocals, and Oz Fox, I'd say too, I'd say their vocals are every bit as good, gosh, as they were in their prime. I mean, you can't hit some high notes, but, I mean, if he knows how to sing well, he knows how to get around that. So, you know, I think they sound, I, I was just extremely impressed. I just think as time's gone on, they've, they've got better. And for so many bands you go see, you, you don't usually experience that. You, you always get some deterioration in a lot of things, and we've seen it with a lot of the people we listen to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was very impressed. I mean, they still seem to be at top of their game. It's sad that they don't have the appeal that they maybe did in that time. But, you know, I mean, hey, they're still doing it, and I think that's awesome. Well, I always look forward to a new Striper album when it comes out. I remember when you first brought home No More Hell to Pay, and that was their first album in, like, 
two or three years at that time. I was I was in high school back then. I really liked it. And in college, they released Fallen. Or when I was in college, they released Fallen. And now this past spring, uh, released Goddamn Evil, which you actually haven't listened to yet. No. But we've heard a bunch of songs from it now at the show last night. So how do you feel about some of their new album material that you have heard? Do you like it compared to the old stuff? Do you think it's Do you think it's better? Do you think it's not as appealing? Where Where are you with that? I, I don't know. You get kind of caught in the old songs that you like and that you remember the most, I guess. Um, so probably, I mean, I still favor the older material. Uh, however, I, I I was impressed. I did like the the new the new stuff last night. I I didn't know much of it, and some of the songs I had never heard before. But what I did hear, I thought it was really good. So. Yes, I do think their new the sound that they're in right now, what they've got going on, I do like it better than I thought that I would. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I really like their set list. They played twenty songs, which it was a very interesting set list. Yeah, it seems like a lot. Yeah. It seems like a lot, and they played I think seven new songs from their last three albums, and about thirteen then mm-hmm. from from their old material. But it was a really good mix, and they did a lot of sporadic. Um, in, in terms of song placement, you would have something from Soldiers Under Command at one point, and then you'd have something from Goddamn Evil, their latest album, right afterwards. And I thought that was a very good good way to mix and match. I would agree. I would agree. I thought the, the set list, uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about it before the show, wondering how it was going to play out. So, I, you know, amount of songs we weren't right on. I think we maybe thought around 16 to 18. Yeah. And uh, you never know. I mean, you, you just you figure that's what they're gonna do. And so when it was twenty at the end, when you counted it up, I mean, I was kind of surprised. It didn't seem like they did twenty songs. But uh, yeah, they, they kind of threw some songs off of uh, uh, off the fourth album, Against the Law, that I didn't even. I guess I wasn't even thinking they would play anything off of. And then if they did play anything off of it, those weren't the, the two songs they played. Would not have been the ones I would have thought they would have played. So yeah, I think for for that, uh, I think that's pretty cool. So I mean, I think it's I think it's cool when they mix it up a little bit, and then maybe two songs that I thought that they would play for sure, they did not play. So what? Yeah. Loud and clear and reach out. Well, I mean, well, loud and clear maybe reach out and actually maybe makes me want to sing off a of soldier's under command. So oh, okay, you know, so there could be actually yeah, there might be three songs that I would have thought they would have played, but but I did like the set list, and I didn't feel like I missed anything though. But, I mean, I thought the set list was really good, so I liked how they did it. Yeah, I also was very surprised that they didn't play Reach Out, because I, I just feel like it's one that, for Striper, you kind of have to play. Right. But it's I, I guess it's not like To Hell with the Devil or Soldiers Under Command, which are a little bigger. No, there's too many songs, off, like as, as we heard, of To Hell with the Devil that they have to play, and I think, what, they touch on five? I think, yeah, I think and that's I think what we that's came what to. that's what we were talking about. I think they had to figure they have to play at least five songs off that album because it was back in the time when MTV and their, all these songs were huge because everybody was hearing them so they can't get away with not playing exactly they opened up the show with Yahweh which is off of their Fallen album which I thought was a really strong opener yeah it was good I liked it and then they immediately went to something else from uh, their latest album Goddamn Evil the Valley um, and then went back to a lot of their older music right after that. So they like started us off with some new material to kind of get us excited because they seem really excited about it, which right. is really cool. Which is good. I mean, if you're if you're still doing albums like that, I'm hoping you're excited about it. So I'm glad that they're that they're willing to play. Uh, you know, a lot of bands will do albums and they won't play anything from the new albums because they can't. But so I think it's cool that they're actually playing their new music. I think that's a good thing too. And, you know, for people to keep coming to them and keep listening to everything, they've got that. You really have to do it. 
Yeah. And they ended their first performance, I, I guess, with sing-along song. Correct. Which was a good way to end, I thought, um, yeah. because then you had your encore, and I honestly just thought we were going to get one song out of the encore. I just thought it was going to be Tell with the Devil, but, but they gave us Take It to the Cross, which is from their latest album, and it went right into Hell with the Devil, which I... I thought was a powerful way to end the show. Well, it was a cool way to do it. I, I didn't even, like, they started playing, and I'm thinking, okay, Encore, you usually are thinking you're going to hear the most popular songs or something that you have they have to play. So to hear them play something that I didn't know, I mean, I'm like, well, what is this? So I didn't even know what album it was from. It was from the new album, like you said. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and to leave, and it was a good song. So then taking it right into with To Hell With The Devil, which you knew that they would play. So, yeah, I think it was cool. So, you know, I mean, you know, I would have liked maybe one more song, I, maybe one or two more would have been nice, but oh well. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, still, 20 songs, that's a lot. And it's a lot. It just didn't seem like it. No, it, it went by really fast. It was a really, really quick show. And it really wasn't. Like, it was two hours, yeah. but it didn't feel like... It felt like an hour. Yeah, it didn't It didn't sound like it went really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. So, Dad, what appeals to you with Striper? Like, obviously, they're a Christian band. Obviously, they're lyrically they have a very clear message of Christ. They have a very clear message of reject this world, reject sin, reject the devil, and cling to Christ. Bring it to Him. Bring bring everything to Him, which is awesome, and I love that. And they make it very clear. And the fact that they give out Bibles at their shows, I think right. that's an amazing thing. I yeah. think that's so cool. Yeah. But for a lot of people, they just like Striper. True, and and so right, and, and they're not even. You mean that aren't even thinking about that message or even anything about that. right? Because right. it's just the genre of the music, I think. So it's a hard rock, heavy metal thing, I think. So, um, I mean, yes, the the message of the cross or whatever, the message of Jesus that they present through their music. I mean, is you know that appeals to me greatly. Um, the fact that they were a part of a genre of music that that I mean, I kind of grew up on. I mean, I was already listening to that type of the music. So I mean, I like. Well, you that. were already listening to them too. Right, I was already listening to them, I mean, and, you know, but I mean, I like that type of music, so, you know, they, that style tends to appeal with me, maybe not as much as it used to, but, uh, but still, and then, you know, I think what makes it easier to listen to at this point in my life, anyway, is the message that they're presenting through it, so, so I would say that that, that's part of the appeal for me. Well, and just seeing them live, you know, there was, there was a sincerity to it. You know, it wasn't just we're here to be a rock band and we're here to get the paycheck and we're here to go. It's we're here and we're going to talk to you about Jesus a little bit. That's true. That's true. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. I've only seen one other one other band with that kind of conviction that was Disciple and they're they're a more modern uh Christian rock band and they're they're a little bit different of a kind of rock. They're um they're more alternative as opposed to hard rock. But I remember how impactful that concert was to me because the whole time they were talking about Jesus and the whole time they were making it very clear that like we can't do this on our own. And then you have Striper come out and they just rock the house. And you have people who are Christians who are there, but you also have people who aren't Christians who just want to see Striper because that's the type of music they like. And so it's kind of cool, whereas that Disciple concert, you know, we were in a church. Here we were in like a bar, like an event house. And... But Striper didn't care. You know, that wasn't the point. The point was we can still share Jesus with you even though we're in this place. Now, what I thought was interesting, though, as I look back on it, because I'm trying to think back of when I saw him, uh, year, I mean, maybe, you know, 30-something years ago, I guess. And 
and I think what's interesting is, is I, I do believe, and I don't know if this had anything to do that they were, uh, if it had to do maybe that they were more on fire with their message at that time, I don't know. But they seemed to spend more time during the show in between songs speaking about Jesus. Mm. And, and, you know, and they did, you know, and they, it was, it was, you know, and I don't know what made it differently. Maybe they were just, you know, I'm not saying that they're less on fire for the Lord now than they were then, but for whatever reason, I've noticed that they, I think it seemed that they didn't do that near like they did mm. back when I had seen them. And maybe it was because they were appealing to a larger group of people. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I did, but thinking about it, I mean, I did, you know, I do think it's cool that they do that. And, I was int- I, I just find it interesting that I think they did it more back when they were really popular in the 80s. Mm-hmm. That they spent more time preaching that message. So I thought that was interesting. Which maybe back then they needed to spend more time doing that it. That could be. That could be. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah, I'm not questioning. I'm just thinking it was interesting because I noticed that. I remembered it. it. Right. It stuck out now that I thought about it. Hmm. That's really cool. Favorite Striper album. Oh. Um well, probably to hell with the devil if I have to pick one. I hate picking albums, but I go with yeah, I go with that one just because there's a lot of great songs on it. So, I mean, songs I'll still listen to to this day. So, you know, and and probably I need to <laughs> I need to listen to some of the newer material. So, yeah, but I'd say that probably to hell with the devil for sure. Sweet, sweet. I I probably would agree with you. I think that's probably my favorite Striper album too, and. You know, almost almost second place is second coming, just because they redid all those songs and just redid it heavier, and I really liked that. I thought yeah, that was a did. really, yeah. really cool thing for them to do, and they even had two extra new songs on that album right. as well. So right, that's kind of exciting. Well, thanks, Dad, for coming on the show and spending the time to talk with me, and thanks for coming to the concert with me. And uh-huh. on the way back to Bozeman, we'll be listening to Goddamn Evil, yeah, so you, go. you can listen to some of the new material. I'll get to know the new music better, right? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, you can find us at Piercing the Darkness at piercingthedarknesspodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at PTD Podcast. That's at PTD Podcast. We also have a Facebook page. So definitely feel free to check us out and talk to us a little bit about, about Striper, about your experience. Maybe you saw Striper at one point and you want to talk about it. That'd be great. Let's Let's start a conversation. So... Thank you all for joining us. Thanks, Dad, for being on the show again. And we will see you guys next week.